This is the Cash Value Solutions Podcast, where your hosts, Jason Polmeyer and Kyle Mann, shed light on little-known money truths to help you take control of your financial future and become your own banker. Subscribe, rate, and review the show, and check us out at CashValueSolutions.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Cash Value Solutions Podcast this week. Kyle, what are we going to talk about? Well, we're going to cover a blog that we did a while back, and we were talking about like, does your financial strategy suit you? Is it helping grow your small business? Is it helping grow your farm? Is it helping you achieve what you want to achieve? And we have some questions that we think are beneficial to ask yourself that yeah. we to go over. Yep. So I'll get into it here. And, and the first one is, are you valuing your capital? Well, what does that even mean? So everybody, every business owner, every individual, you should have, well, hopefully you have capital. And um, there should be a way for you, you know, to measure, like, this is what I can safely get on my money every year, and I'm going to get the principal back and then some, okay? Mm-hmm. So you're going to have more money than what you started with. Yep. You should be able to determine what that is for you. It's going to be different for every person, okay? Um, so... Once you do this, once you come up with a value for your capital, whether it's, um, for simplicity, 5%, you can earn 5% on your money every year regardless and know that you're going to get that. You can use that then and say, hey, it's going to cost me this much to use this capital, 5%. So does this business decision make, make sense? Mm-hmm. Does it make more than 5%? Yeah, if it's... If it's only going to yield 3%, why would I do it? And and also, maybe if it only yields 7%, why do it? If it's if you have to take risk to do it, but it's only going to return you another 2%, does it make sense? Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't. Yep. That's a question you got to ask yourself. But it's a lot easier to determine if a business um, venture or whatever it is for you makes sense when you know what that is. It also shouldn't be used, though, to like so that you live as a miser, like, oh, I shouldn't do this fun thing that I want to do because there's zero return on my capital for doing it. Right. I 100% agree. So that's the first question. The next one is, is it tax efficient? Does it save taxes? Does it protect against taxes rising? Does it give you a known tax rate at that time? So, uh, really, really simple example of this. Um, Qualified plans like a 401k or an IRA, they give you a tax deduction right now, but we could really call that a tax postponement Mm -hmm. because you're not actually not going to pay the tax. You're just not paying it right now. Yes. So is that tax efficient? That's questionable. It depends on your situation. If you have a really high income right now and you don't plan on having very much in retirement, it could be if taxes stay the same. Mm-hmm. But I would also question, do you want to have a very low income after you've had a high income for the last, let's say, 30 to 40 years of your life? Very unlikely. It's unlikely. So maybe you don't want to plan that way. No. Um, again, it's different for everybody, but it's something you should seriously look at. And, and make your own assumptions for yourself. 
Yeah, it's it's we're not we don't know. I mean, we don't know what taxes are going to be in the future. There's no way of there's no way of knowing. I mean, you can look at trends and stuff, and I mean they're they're trying to tax everything right now, so it would give the impression that yes, taxes are going to be higher, but we don't know that. We don't, but we do know that where you place your dollars today is going to determine your tax liability in the future. Absolutely. Things can change as far as tax laws and things, but we have a, a pretty good assumption anyways that we know when we do specific things with our dollars, whether it's a qualified plan or life insurance or the stock market or buying land, we have an idea of, of liabilities that we're setting ourselves up for later on. Which adds to peace of mind, which, I mean, there's not really a rate of return that you can put on peace of mind. It's worth more to others than it is some, so. Yeah. And something else to, to keep in mind is, you may, when you're working, if you have a business or kids, you know, you you may have deductions for that higher income that you're earning right now mm-hmm. that you won't have in retirement if you want to keep taking an income like that. Yeah. So maybe it makes sense to to take and pay tax on some of those dollars right now instead of postponing it like you do with a qualified plan. Definitely. <clears throat> it's, it's absolutely situation specific yep so the next question that you should ask yourself is does your plan help you manage your varying cash flows we know for business owners farmers cash flow is extremely variable pretty hard to you can drop a cash flow before the beginning of each year and you can get close but you're never going to get it exactly right yeah and then along with that like in that same year, okay, maybe it's a positive cash flow year, but are there times in the year where it's negative cash flow where you might need yeah. to use some of the capital that you've accumulated from prior years? Or do you need a line of credit? What is your plan built for? Mm-hmm. Um, again, I mean, it's just, it's really easy to qualified plans. It's, it's a headache and oftentimes it's a penalty to take money out of the plans. So they don't really help a- accommodate negative months of cash flow, negative cash flowing months, where an IBC plan would work very good for that. Yeah. And then also, like if, or if you just have money parked in the stock market or some other type of asset like that, and you want to pull money out, maybe the valuation at that time is low. And will you want to pull money out of yeah. that asset then at that point in time? Will you want to sell? Is it something that takes a long time to sell? Exactly, yeah. That stocks, No. But if it's maybe land or real estate, um, that definitely could take time. Yeah, you have no idea to get uh, what you want, especially. Yeah. <clears throat> and and so not only should the plan like allow you to handle varying cash flows, negative and positive cash flow months, but it should have the ability to handle different amounts of money, you know, input wise that you pay into it. There shouldn't sure. be just a set amount. Absolutely. So maybe there's Maybe there's a minimum and a maximum, like there is with with IBC design policies. Absolutely. Maybe there's just a maximum, like there is with qualified plans. Maybe there is no limit, like with the stock market. Mm-hmm. Or savings account. Or savings account. So. But how much money do you want to dedicate to each of those areas then, too? Exactly. Depends on everybody's situation and what you like. And so. what you're comfortable with. What you need. Yep. What you need for liquidity. Or you might not even know what you need for liquidity. You so what happens in a pinch? Like where where would be the best place to have the access to that in a pinch? Yeah. 
and obviously we're biased. We believe it's it's an IBC policy. Yep. But for other people, that might be different. Some people are are not averse to risk, you know, and they they want to have as much money invested as they possibly can. Which, yeah, I mean, maybe if that's their goal and they're meeting their goal, that's absolutely fine. For a lot of people, especially in business, I don't think that's where they're at. I mean, I think you want to try to minimize some of that outside risk, but you know, for some people, I, for everybody, it's going to be different. I Absolutely. Guess. So, yep. Okay. Number, number four, um, this goes along a lot with how we talked about the last point, but are you in control of your access to capital? Yeah. Is there, are there hoops that you have to jump through before you can get money? And if you need money now, is that an issue? Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I would say whether it's a line of credit an IBC policy, whatever, um, whatever vehicle it is, if you have to pay interest on that money to use it, that's not a penalty. That's that goes along with valuing your capital, like we talked about earlier. Penalties and, and restrictions are different, you know. Maybe you only there's only certain things that you can use the money for if you withdraw it from an account. Or maybe there is an explicit penalty such as 10%, like mm-hmm. with qualified plans. Yep. To use to take money out for unqualified uh, expenses. Well, yes, there's a cost of money for everything. And we just don't see that when we're only using a savings account or whatever. But like when we deposit money in insurance companies, they are taking all that money that they get from policyholders and they're putting it to work so that they can pay these death claims and that they can, you know, offer other benefits. And so they need a return on that money. So that is why that you have to pay interest because that money costs to use, but you're also getting benefit from it too. You're getting an interest rate. You're taking um, part in the profits of the company through the dividends. Yeah. So and and so with a savings account, you might say, well, yeah, I I don't pay interest though when I just store money in a, money in a savings account and t- then take it out and use it. But you also aren't earning interest on that money. So that's what the cost is. Yeah. For the liquidity. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, that I think that was pretty short and simple. Um, and and the last one is, how many benefits does your plan provide you? Is a dollar providing multiple benefits to you, or is it just providing one benefit? Yeah. So if you're using that dollar, can it only be used in one spot, or can it be used in multiple places? So like if it's in the stock market, and you pull that dollar out of the stock market, it can't earn you any more rate of return because you're using it elsewhere. And you know, for instance, uh, with the life insurance policy, not only are we receiving death benefit protection, but we have collateral if we want to use that dollar to finance something. Yes. There could, depending on how your policies are set up, they could um, have riders on them to become self-funding if you become disabled. They're self-completing if you would die early. And what I mean by that is, um, with traditionally like a, with a brokerage account or a qualified plan, like a 401k, you have money in that. And as long as you're contributing to it, um, hopefully that money is growing and that amount that it's grown to is what you would receive upon your death. Mm -hmm. Whereas with the life insurance policy, you have access to the cash surrender value, which is smaller than the death benefit. But Upon death, you receive the death benefit, which is 
many times much larger than what the cash surrender value actually is. Yep. So it has completed, even though you didn't continue funding it for the next 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, whatever it is. Sure. Um, and, and the life insurance is an excellent strategy for succession planning. It doesn't even have to be that you're using it for succession planning to begin with. Just makes things super easy. But it can turn into that. Mm-hmm. So many, many benefits. Yeah, that dollar, you could be earning a rate of return on that dollar that you're borrowing from the insurance company while your original dollar is sitting there providing all those benefits at the same time. I just don't know where else you can do something like that and that and that magnitude. Right, and have that type of liquidity that goes along with it. And yeah. Yeah. I I mean, we talk about it all the time, so definitely. So that was the five questions. Anything else we need to add to them, Kyle? No, I think it's important that, you know, as a business owner that you go through these type of questions and see, like, am I meeting these? Like, where are the holes in my business at? What do I need? How can I achieve what I need to achieve? And where do I need, what type of cash flow strategy do I need to develop? Yeah, cash cash flow is so important. I mean, if you cannot... If you cannot weather storms, I mean, obviously, if you're in business, you're you're doing it right now. But if you can't weather storms of negative cash flow, that's going to be a big problem, and you need to make plans for that. You know, if it's something that you have trouble with right now, it's something that you should work harder on. You know, making yeah. a plan to handle that. The sun doesn't shine every single day, and like well, that's a conversation we've had. You know, times are awesome right now in ag; they have been this year. But we know with things that are kind of with supply chain issues and other things coming up, like we know there are going to be some challenges in the future and it's important that we position ourselves to be able to handle those challenges and make it through. them. Absolutely. And, and this just starting by asking yourself these five questions, that's the idea of this. Yes. The great, it's, it's the, it's the place to start. Yep. So yeah, I've, you know, you ask yourselves these questions and you're not getting what you think you need. I mean, that's what we're here for. So you can reach out to us and we will you know, walk through your situation with you, see what's going on, see how we can help and see how IBC can help, you know, grow your business and fortify it. Yeah. And and not only, I mean, will we do that, but we will implement the plans for you too. We don't just talk about this and the concepts of it. I mean, we implement these plans for people. Yes, we do sell life insurance. We do sell the life. <laughs> we do sell IBC design life insurance policies. Yep. So anyways, okay. Um, That's everything I have for this. podcast today yep me too thanks guys for tuning in this week and we'll be with you next week this was the cash value solutions podcast remember to subscribe rate and review the show check us out at cashvaluesolutions.com and don't forget to tune in next week